Welcome to the Mind of the Fans podcast. Your go-to show for all things Premier League football. Join host David and Spy every week as they dissect the best and worst moments from each match. Delivering insightful analysis and engaging discussions. From intense rivalries to top-notch performances. They've got you covered, but it doesn't stop there. Stay tuned for updates on major European games and breaking news. Get ready for an unforgettable football experience on the Mind of the Fans podcast. Let the games begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind of the Fans podcast. I'm David, and with me here is Spy. Spy, how are you doing? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm very good. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning. Yeah, pretty much for me, it's a Tuesday morning. For you, it's like a Tuesday, 12 p.m., right? Yeah, it's Tuesday, 12 p.m., yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Well, let's pretty much start off. As usual, I want to appreciate you guys for all your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate the love. Keep yeah. it going. We feel it. We feel it. What do we have on show today? What do we have on show today, Spy? Today, we have to speak about a very interesting match they won. It's very interesting match the one that's very true we do have to speak on that we also have some breaking news to bring to you guys also from the transfer world so we'll do all that and then we'll round up with the women's world cup that just the semi-final first semi-final just concluded so we'll round up with that so we do have a lot of juicy stuff to talk about today spy let's kick off first with the transfer breaking news shall we yes go first off came to bayern and what came to bayern yeah. Wow. Honestly, to me, that is a very good transfer in terms of Kane's career. Because yeah. he needs to win something. Yeah, that's true. He does need to win. He's, he's 30, so he does need to win something. So him going to Bayern, that is very good. Because he's assured a title in Bayern Munich, either a League Cup or whatsoever. Yeah. And for those of you that know where Hurricane completed his move to Bayern for £100 million on Friday... And then he made his debut against RB Leipzig on Saturday. Well, it was actually confirmed Saturday morning. And then he made his debut Saturday afternoon. So that was a very interesting transfer, though. Yeah, honestly, I was wondering, like, what, what, how many minutes was his medicals? Like, did he even do medicals? It was actually very interesting that he made his debut that, that early. Yeah, because it was strange. Because he, I think he trained Friday. I don't think it was confirmed. But he trained Friday. It wasn't confirmed yet. Like, Bayern had announced it. And he trained Friday. He got there, like, Friday evening. Trained, like, that same Friday. Did his, sorry, did his medicals. Trained that Friday. And then Saturday, it was confirmed. And then he made his debut. So that was very interesting. Like, it went so quick. I was like, wow, these guys are fast. But then they ended up losing 3 new. I mean, he'll still get other opportunities, but still. I mean, from that one training session, like, you could see, like, when Kim came off the bench, he didn't really fit in with the squad. Like, there, yeah, it's just one training session, like, but there's a lot to learn. Oh, yeah, German true. football is not the same as English football. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, he'll, still, he'll still adapt, you know. He's coming from a much more higher league to a very not-so-higher league. So I feel he'll adapt quickly. He'll start off the bat. His first start, I feel he'll score, like, three goals. So I'm not worried about him producing the numbers for Spurs. So. Sorry, for FC Bayern. So. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. We have next up Chelsea and Liverpool. 
first of the Caicedo drama, we all know Liverpool bid for Caicedo. I think Thursday night, hundred and ten million pounds. Hundred and ten million pounds for Caicedo. Thursday night. His medical was scheduled with Liverpool Friday morning. But he he had already agreed with Chelsea on personal terms. So he told Liverpool no. And then Chelsea were working behind the scenes to strike a fee with Brighton. And then they ended up striking the fee for £150 million, which is the British world record for a player. How do you see that? I see that as Chelsea being Chelsea, which we spoke about in our first episode. Yeah. We said Chelsea would see a player and go all out. And that's why the transfer market is being messed up right now. Because players' values are just skyrocketing and it's not good for the footballing world, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're the one that cost it with that Enzo deal. Straight up in the Kepa deal. The Kepa deal started everything off and the Enzo deal just finalised it. Finalised and then cost that dynamo of players going for over a hundred million pounds to players that don't necessarily fit that price tag. Well, not I won't say they don't necessarily fit that price tag. They haven't just gotten to that price tag yet. Because honestly, if you're telling me that Pogba to United was cheaper than Caicedo to Chelsea, then that is a joke. Because Pogba's quality cannot be compared to Caicedo's quality. Exactly. So that's just really... does makes no sense. Makes no sense. Like, £150 million for a player that has just played the Premier League one season. And he wasn't even outstanding. He was just decent in that one season. He wasn't a player that if you're calling out the top 10 midfielders, you call his name, no. He just was a player that fits into Graham Spotter's like, like, style of play before he left Brighton. Exactly. Because yeah. you could see that... He fits yeah, after, into the Zerbi style too. So. Yeah, after uh, Graham Potter left Brighton, Brighton was still playing under like his tactics in, in a certain way and that's what they were very much successful last season and that is one reason footballing world is changing bro yeah and same thing Chelsea also Chelsea Liverpool battling for um Mario Lavia did I get that name correctly I can't remember yeah, yes Mario, yeah Mario Lavia from Southampton Southampton at first were asking for 50 million pounds or just over 50 million pounds which is also stupid Considering he's also, he also had a decent season with Southampton, and they're asking for fifty million pounds. That's just insanely stupid. Liverpool at first bid, they had they had three bids rejected, and then Chelsea went in and was, and they are pretty much swooping into getting for about over eighty million pounds, which is just insanely stupid. Honestly, I think that Chelsea did not even go to the transfer market with something in mind. They go to the transfer market, seeing what other big teams want, and then exactly. they try to. I don't think they actually want them in their plans. And I, because and like I said before, it's just really stupid. Paying that amount of money for a championship player is going to be wildly insane. Wildly insane, like, and he definitely. It's not like they're in Champions League, so it's not like he'll get game time. They are just in league, league cup, FA Cup, so they have three world class. They will end up having so-called three world class midfielders just sitting on the bench trying to or one of them sitting on the bench and then you have the likes of Galga also sitting on the bench who was outstanding on Sunday so it's just I don't I don't see the plan yeah like I don't see it I feel like 
Pochettino has a plan. But I feel like that is not what he wants. Because I know Pochettino's type of players, and what he's in the transfer market right now is not Pochettino's type of play. You get what I mean? Yeah. So maybe he's just being influenced by the owners or whatever. Totally. But I don't feel... Yeah, I don't feel like that's actually his plan, these players that he's getting. Yeah, but we'll see. So according to reports this morning, Chelsea are almost close to finalising that deal. That's that's I guess that's the football world we're living in right now. And this is why I need to go to Saudi. I don't say Saudi has had like any effect in this. I'll say Chelsea started this and it's just insanely stupid since Todd Bowley came in. But let's move on to let's leave England a bit and move on to France. And we all know where that is PSG and their whole drama. First off with Mbappe that looks like it's going to be sorted out soon. According to reports, Mbappe has been called back into first team training. And he's in talks to sign a contract extension, so he won't leave for free next summer to Real Madrid. Did you ever? Did you think that that might probably happen, or did you just see Mbappe sitting out the whole season? Honestly, he Mbappe he knows he's young. He knows he has a lot to learn, a lot to do. So him sitting out a whole season and just die out his career. Yeah. So it's better he just like. Even though he has something, a certain goal in his mind, he should just postpone the goal and then focus on what's, what's in front of him right now. Because honestly, he can break some records still this season. Or he can give a because he's already broken um Zlatan's record. Yeah. Or was it, sorry, Cavani's record in uh, PSG for highest goal scorer. Yeah. So he can just extend that record so that no one can break it, and he can also like try win the league de France, try win some other trophies. You know, just increase the cabinet. Yeah, they, they, they don't win Champions League, so they should just like try and win like all the local stuff and all that. So. Yeah, because I don't think they have the score for Champions League. Justice to Usman Dembele for coming in, but I don't think he's going to help them do anything in Champions League. Since after three, four games, Dembele goes to sleep with an injury. Yeah. Honestly, I'm actually very angry that he left Barcelona, but we'll get into that. You know what? I don't blame him to be honest, because it's PSG, and I feel like, I feel like he knew he was going to get game time, because he was definitely going to get game time. The credit I'll give him, or the benefit of the doubt I'll give Dembele is he's going to his homeland. But he signed for Barca. Barca, he was injured throughout more than half of his time in Barcelona. He was injured, and look what Juventus is doing about to do to Pogba since he's been injured. They wanted to release him. Barcelona never brought up that topic. They took care of him while he was injured. Signed a new never, negotiating. Never new even thought terms. of putting him on the con- on transfer. They increased the salary, gave him a new contract, extended extended his years. He was still injured, but they did all of that. Yeah. Barca had patience in him, and the first time, the first offer he gets, he flees. Yeah, no. No, no, no. I'm disappointed in him. I love it. I love it. I mean, that would be an interesting front three with him, Mbappe, and maybe either Asensio or Gonzalo Ramos up front. That would be really interesting. Yeah, that would be an interesting squad. That would be an interesting squad. But then, when when the, another PSG superstar, when the reports came out, Neymar, that he wanted to leave PSG, at first, it, was, it stated that it was all false. And then earlier this week, it came out that Al Hilal put in an insanely 
huge bid for him. I don't think that's grammatically correct, but I'll still go with it. A really huge bid for him. And PSG accepted and they moved on to discuss with Neymar. Neymar gave them the green light and all that. Did you see that coming also? Do you see Neymar wanting to leave PSG coming? I honestly, once Messi left, I knew he was coming. I knew that Neymar would want to play as well because you saw how happy he was when Messi came. He could see his footballing style, he could see that confidence back and everything. Yeah. But Neymar and Messi left, now Neymar's going as well. And honestly, he wanted to leave for like before the season Messi came. He wanted to go as well. There were like speculations of him wanting to leave. But at the end of the day, it comes back to the scratch of when he decided to leave Messi's shadow to become a name on his own, which he was not successful doing. He was more successful under the shadow of Messi. But we get we understand that, yeah, people don't like being under the shadow. Like Benzema. Benzema did not request for transfer after being under the shadow of Ronaldo. He stayed and waited it out. And see what happened here. Had the Banander to cover it. Yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty good. I mean, he he won one Champions League. Didn't necessarily go beyond that. He had a he had a very injury played career. Or he is having a very injury played career. He missed most of his time at PSG due to injury. So it didn't necessarily he he worked out, but then necessarily didn't work out. So it's quite yeah. it's quite sad for him though. But yeah, so PSG are receiving close to a hundred million euros for him, which is a pretty. It's not. It's not a loss, but it's still, it's still a little bit less than what they paid for him. But it's still a pretty decent fee for a player of his caliber. So that was that's that was a pretty interesting news that came out. I'm happy for PSG that they are kind of sorting out their stuff and getting their things in order. Maybe that's what they are missing to like go that extra step, especially like in the Champions League, trying to sort their business out early. All this Mbappe, Neymar drama and all that stuff, sort it out and have the squad with a proper manager to go the long way. So, But this, this, this footballing drama right now is really, really getting me confused. But it's also getting me very interested at the same time. Yeah. Sometimes you are just like, you sit down, you, you see the news, a player going for 150 million pounds and you're like, this makes no sense. I'm, I'm actually like, who, who is this player? Exactly. Like, what has he done? What accolade does he have to actually back up the 150 million? Back up the price they're putting on his name? Exactly. And then, and, then you're just, and then you just can't leave it because you want to see how it like, unfolds. You want to see how it goes. Like, it, the media and the footballing world already like damages big players once they spend big money on them. Yeah. Like, Jude Bellingham now, cheers to him that he's performing. But if he didn't, the amount of criticism that he'll be getting it's a, it's after um, crazy. Real Madrid wasting that much money, he's playing whatever football. Jason Sancho, same thing. Man, he spent money. They expected so much from him. They thought he was young Ronaldo or something. Put so much pressure on his head and then he's playing his football and people are expecting too much of him. Because of the price. And can I say that I want to see what people expect of him. But it's Chelsea, I can't really say much because Chelsea fans I don't even think at this point they care anymore. I, I mean as much as as much as they are spending money and they are getting big so called big name players. Um I had I had I had a rumor last week that um Premier League have opened 
an investigation on Chelsea. I heard, I heard that too, also. I heard that too. And we all know where that is going to lie because I don't know where, what income that Chelsea got during these few years that they used to spend about $1.1 billion. I heard that it was this current board, this this new board, this Todd Bowley board that actually invited, well, not inv- that called the Premier League in to actually investigate the previous regime, you know, Abramovich regime. So my question is, if they investigate that, what is what are they going to do? Because it's a new regime, so what is the outcome going to be? I don't, I really don't know what they expect to go on because if something if they do find something, the whole club. So I mean, maybe they're just trying to like get their read themselves of all guilt and all that stuff. But at the end, they'll all if they do find something, they'll all suffer it. So it's kind of an interesting one. We'll see how that develops. You know, when when the club is being investigated, you never actually hear the result of the investigation until years later. You know, with City, Juventus, all these other guys, when they are when they are investigated, you kind of not hear anything else till you know years after. Well, let's leave transfers and move on to the main, the reason why we are here, the main business of the day. Matric one is done. So much, so many dramas. That also isn't grammatically correct, but we'll move on. The drama was so good. Too many controversies. Goals were just going in, which was fun to see. Some games started out really boring, but then ended up living to its hype. So for me, I was really, I was hooked. The games I did watch, I I tried to watch all the games. There were some games I did not watch just because, you know. Honestly, most the games, yeah, they were a bit, some of them were a bit like, Boring for a few minutes, but it's always had drama. Yeah, that that was a very we could have for a better opening week. Than that, I I remember the I was watching Newcastle Villa game. No, not not New, Newcastle Villa game. The Brighton Luton game. I was watching that, and it started out so boring. Like it just didn't catch my attention. Yeah, and then, and as... then Brighton scored, and I was like, okay, this game is coming. You know. Something throughout that game, that Luton Tower game, I have one word that right back he held me Toma to the best. He tried his best. That, I won't say that he held right back, he needs a raise, he needs to be taken to junior manager, he needs to stop playing football for them. He needs a raise. From what I saw, Mitoma couldn't really do anything until the second half when the Premier League intensity actually kicked in on Luton's down. And then that, we'll dive yeah. into that, we'll dive into that soon, but let's. We know we all know our predictions, you know. Let's let's just let me just read it out briefly and tell them what, what we all had in mind or what you had in mind for like this course for Matrix One. City Bolly went for a one one draw. That was totally not it. Off by a mile. Arsenal Forest, you went for three nil. Close, close. Bournemouth West Ham, you went for nil nil. You are you are right on like the draw, but definitely not the scoreline. Brighton looting went for 4 0, also close. Everton Fulham, you totally botched that. That was a 2 1. You said 2 1 to Everton, but well, that's as I said, you botched it. Sheffield Palace, you went for 2 0 Palace. So, yeah, that was, that was, you got that. Credit to you for the ones you got. Thank you so much. Thank credit to you. Newcastle Villa, you totally botched it also. You went for a 3-3 or 2-2 draw. You went for a draw, though, so you botched that badly. Brentford Spurs, you went for Brentford winning 1-0. Uh, 
Chelsea, Liverpool, you went for a draw, 1-1 one, one draw precisely. And then United Wolves, you went for a walkover to United, 3-0. Did that get Chelsea Liverpool? Yeah, you got Chelsea Liverpool, you went for 1-1. One, one. Uh, next day, oh, listen, after this episode, everyone, you need to use my information, my predictions to get yourself a nice ticket. Well, if you know well, what First of all, we do not promote betting on this platform. We do not promote betting. I'm just saying a nice That's what I'm saying. Well, but you did you did botch the Burnley City, you botched the Newcastle Villa and you botched the United. That's part of that. Oh, and Everton Fulham too. Yeah, but Credit to me, I did get some of the wins, but not this direct score. That's also fair. That's also fair. But let's go. Let's let let's let's brush through the actual result. Also, City beats Burnley three 0 opening day of the league, of the campaign. Arsenal beat Forest two one. Palace beat Sheffield one 0 Bournemouth beat we- Bournemouth and West Ham drew. Brighton beat Luton Town four one. Everton lost to Fulham one 0 Newcastle demolished Villa 5-1. Spurs and Bradford drew 2-2. Liverpool, Chelsea, even 1-1. And United beat Wolves 1-0 in a hard-fought victory. So that's your results right there for Matric 1. Walkover. No, it wasn't a walkover. It was a struggle. Um, what, what, was your, what was your takeaway from Matrix 1, your biggest takeaways from Matrix 1? Matrix 1. Biggest takeaway is Haaland is back. Obviously, that's not a takeaway. We know that that's normal. Like, we expected it. Like, that's not a takeaway. Please give us Honestly, a I, I pretty much thought that he was going to be, like, at least give him, like, a couple of weeks to catch on after the trouble celebrations and everything. But he was on it from start, so I have to give credit to that for it. I won't take that as a takeaway, but oh, credit to Haaland also. You know, two goals. Pretty, pretty good goals. So. Another okay. takeaway is you can take the boy out of United, but you cannot take United out of the boy. Anthony Elanga made Arsenal's defence look shaky in 25 minutes of game time. I will give you that. He did, he did turn the game around. You know, he had that good run that assisted our aim for the goal. So he did. He did cause us a little bit of trouble for a bit, but yeah, that's the ten hag effect. Okay, another takeaway. Another takeaway. Let's go. Another takeaway. Manchester United were lucky. That's very true. We're very Luton lucky. Have a lot to learn. Fulham might be a problem this season due to the adding of Traore. Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what? Fulham, right? That first, that first half of the game, Everton were on top. Everton were on top on that game, but they just couldn't score. They just couldn't score goals. Like they had, Newmope had chances that. Even, the, even the walls. I don't know the word to put it in, but he had chances that he should have scored. And that game would be done at halftime. They had chances that that game would be done at halftime. But then they ended up, you know, botching the chances and then Fulham came and punished them. 
But that's how we start as a football game because with United same literally just the exact same thing. United were dominating. No, sorry, Wolverhampton. No, it was not like a more dominating game, but Wolverhampton we had that much more chances. Yeah, she had the better chances and all that. They had everything that a club is looking for. So fair play to them for being quiet in the transfer window, but pulling up that gameplay. You have to give them that credit. Yeah. But United players were just not on it. It's not safe. We were just like full on with the better team. Yes, they were the better team, but because our players were on it. No really, no real chances created. The midfield, leaving Casemiro and leaving Casemiro to sit there, which he has always been doing since Real Madrid. But once the front three are not pressing enough, it leaves Bruno and Mason to go forward and press. And that leaves Casemiro isolated. And that is not what we want in our everyday life. Yeah. And you know what? I just had something to say. I know what, yeah, okay, I remember now. Wolves kind of, you know, they had me rethinking that my prediction for like relegation. Watching them play against United and how they made United struggle, they kind of had me rethink my predictions for relegation. So I'm just going to leave that there. My predictions still stand. Unless they spend some money in the July transfer window. Yeah. No credit credit to Gary O'Neill. He did he came in like I think Thursday. He came in Thursday of I think yeah. He came in Thursday and actually turned the team around. Cause I'm pretty sure if Lopetegui was still there, United would have as even with how bad they played, they would have still like scored like five. But credit to Gary O'Neill and how he took that team over and just, you know, put a proper team out there that gave United some struggle. Next takeaway. Because Saka has a decent left foot. That's, that's, that's not a takeaway. Everyone kind of knows that. But let's, uh, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Next takeaway. And it's not decent. It's an amazing left foot. Decent. Okay. Next next takeaway. That's all for, that's all for me. Honestly. That's all for you. Well, my, my next, my own takeaway, and I think pretty much everyone had this, Newcastle are here to stay. When I mean they are here today, I mean they are not relinquishing fighting. We don't know that until, until next week. I'm just, I'm just when, gi- giving you, like, they were the best team this match week one. Their football was just electric. And I mean, this was a proper Villa side and they put five past them. Their football was just electric. So for me, I think I'll probably also revisit my predictions for that. Maybe have Newcastle finish in fifth, sixth, but we will come back to that middle of the season. But they were electric magic one. Tonali, oh, do you know when we were making our predictions for like signing of the season and all that, we actually forgot like Tolani and he will probably have like a proper, proper impact. So that was, that was one of my takeaways from magic one. Yeah. Also, I don't, as I said, I'm going to put, my next takeaway is Luton Town. I don't think they are Premier League ready. I think their style of football isn't Premier League and it will probably kill them. Watching them against Brighton, their style of football will kill them. It's probably what will make them go down. I think they, if they do not change their style, they are like, this is it. They will go down because of it. They play a very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Interesting foot style of football that Premier League teams can easily go through as we saw Brighton did. So 
sorry, as we saw Brighton do. So I think Luton Town need to change their style of football. And but honestly, they did they did hold Brighton for a, for a, a while. The yeah, first they, held, half, they held on for a while, but first half was a lot. If you if you watch the first half and then you had the final result, you know I've actually like believed it. Because they were honest in the first half. But second half just showed you that Premier League needs to be honest for both halves. Yeah, because it was it was one new at half at half time. So Yeah. This is not a this is not a championship that you can play one half brilliant football and then you can slap the second half and still come out with a result. Premier League you need to be honest from start to finish. Yeah. And you know what? Brighton, just to talk about Brighton for a bit. That right that left hand side of Brighton with Mitoma, Estupinian, and that new forward, Pedro. I think that's the name, John Pedro. They are pretty good. Like they can cause any defense trouble in the league. Like I just, agree. just their combination play was just nasty. So uh, that's that's what I'm talking about. Brighton. James Milner looked good, you know, for his age. He looked really good in that right back role. So I think Brighton would be one to watch this season. They they looked really good on Saturday. So. Um, let's before we round up or before we move on, Chelsea Liverpool. You know, Chelsea actually looked really good. Chelsea played some really good football. Like obviously they started the game real slow, you know. Um, I think they were just easing their way into the game. But after they eased their way into the game, especially after that Salah goal was cancelled, it's like something entered them and they changed gears and they just moved on. They didn't look back. Liverpool are on their heels from pretty much that point on. Yeah, but Liverpool, they just need to fix up that midfield from what I think. Now you get why I told you I don't see Liverpool making top four. I mean, they'll still make it because they're still scoring the goals, but you need to fix up that midfield if you want to go on throughout the season without like losing some unnecessary points. It's it's really interesting because like, Liverpool have the... What's the word I'm looking for? They have the um most consistent back five in terms of their keeper doesn't change, their backline doesn't change, but they still let in crazy amount of goals, which is kind of scary. And it all comes from the midfield. Like the midfield isn't balanced. They have no defensive midfielder. With Fabinho leaving, they have no defensive midfielder. And you could see even with McAllister and how good he is. Credit to him, he played an absolute game on Sunday, but you could still see that hole missing. Like he just couldn't do what a proper defensive midfielder can do to a, for a team. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. Exactly. So I, I accept they go in, and if they are missing out on Caicedo, missing out on Olavia, who else can they go for in this transfer market that will come in and hold players that holding midfield? midfielder that will help them maybe reduce the amount of goals, keep that keep keep that midfield together. I don't I really don't know who else they can go for. So I feel that Kaiseiro would be a better player in that team than him being to Chelsea. But I still say Chelsea don't go to the transfer market to look for actual players. They just go to piece of teams. Yeah. I know no um Enzo Enzo looked really good. I think he was in Enzo. Oh, he was. He was balling. 
he held that midfield. Him and Galga. I mean, Galga pretty much came into the game late. He kind of eased his way into the game. But Enzo, right from the start, he was get-go. Sharping. He was sharp. He was receiving passes, giving, distributing the ball, coming out of tight spots, really good. Like he just looked like a proper bowler, you know. Enzo Fernandez, we have to, we have to put some respect on his name. Yeah, you know what? I think he needs to probably add more, you know, goals. Maybe eight, nine goals there, eight, nine assists there. And I think with Caicedo coming in, he'll probably Caicedo more. Will be like the sitter, and then Enzo will be the one that will move forward more. And I think that will pretty much you see more goals and and assists to his name. And I I look forward to watching this interest because Chelsea looked really interesting towards like they were so good. I just can't I can't get I can't get over the fact that they were so good for a rebuilding project. They looked so good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I give you, yeah. They actually looked. But to be fair, it's like you finally give your young players or your actual like team chance to play football because there's some people that don't show that passion. You can see in the Chelsea side, everyone plays football. That's what happens to United under um social. The passion wasn't there, just a few people were sharing passion like and whatnot. But now the passion is back and you can see them fighting to the 98th minute. But then, as I said, I'm I'm very scared for Liverpool. I hope they do shove with all their problems and kind of just get it done. But Dominic Dominic also looked good. Dominic really looked good. He can pass the ball. He can run with the ball. He he can get out of tight spaces. He's a really technical, gifted player. So I really I really liked watching him. And maybe it, it got me rethinking of putting him as my, one of my worst signings of the season. But we'll see. We'll see how he goes. As it's just, as you say, it's just match week one. So match week one, which was what we expected. Football is back. No more lonely Saturdays. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved waking up at seven thirty to watch it. Well, I woke up at six, but you know what I mean. I don't. Okay. But okay. Well. Um, just then before we move on to like predictions for Matrix Two Spurs, we we kind of did know what we we'll get from Spurs and and Ball, and how they would play without Kane, and don't get me wrong, they scored some pretty good goals, but then they were just having Richardson as that target man up front is nasty, it's terrible. Richardson, he needs, but he. He is more like a player that plays off people. Like he's good on that wing, not. But honestly, I don't know what sports is going to do. They have the, they don't have that nine again out of the Harry King. Exactly, they need to go. They probably be forced to play a false nine, which uh Son can do. Yeah, they need they need to go get a proper. Either they need to go get a proper nine because they do have money now. They need to go get a proper nine. That can score at least. 10, 15 goals a season because obviously taking Kane out, that's 30 goals out of this team. And don't get me wrong, with Madsen as that number 10 and you still have Son, they will score goals. But it might not just be as much as when they had Kane. So they do need to go get 
All I'm going to say is Spurs, go to the market and get Wild Wegos. What? <laughs> what? They need a dis- defensive striker. So they don't need a striker that can score goals. They need a defensive striker. So that we can walk over them next week. Uh, that would be an interesting game next week. That would be interesting. That would be so much fun. Walk over for us. I mean, with the way you guys played against Wolves, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a bit walk over. Are you forgetting last season? We lost 4-0 to... Um, who was it? And then the next week we had Liverpool and we absolutely battered Liverpool. You beat Liverpool too. Nothing we're talking about. You, you beat Liverpool. We turned up on the big stage. You beat Liverpool too, and that's not battering. You just we battered them. We but uh, did you watch the match at Old Trafford? We absolutely yeah. at Old Trafford. Hell. Yeah, you beat them too. That was Old Trafford. That was the theatre of dreams as it was when he was dreaming. He understand that. You know, I, I really do not want to bring this up, you know. I really don't want to bring this up. But then at Anfield, they did pop it at seven. Um, as I was saying, okay. but yeah, we hope for a good, good um matrix this weekend. Yeah. So matrix matrix one was a vibe, really good, loved it. I can't say I can't get enough of it. I'm looking forward to matrix two. I'm like, let matrix two already come. Premier League football is just so good, like. But let's go to Magic 2 prediction, starting with the first game. Forest, Sheffield. Forest are home, by the way. Forest, Sheffield, United. Not now for us to win. 2 1. 2 1. Okay. Fulham, Brentford. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Fulham, Brentford. Now that's interesting. I'll give it to Fulham. 1 0. Again. Okay, Fulham 1 0. Liverpool bomb more. Oh, and by the way, Liverpool are home. Liverpool went 3 1. 3 1. I was going, um, I'll, in my head, I'm thinking like 7. No, 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 no. <laughs> 3 1 Liverpool. 7, that's a stretch. That's this not last season. Okay. Wolves Brighton. Brighton win. So no. So no. Spurs United at Walkov. 3 0. United. So Spurs lose 3 0 at home. 100%. Martin Newcastle. Ooh, that would be juicy. Now, that's why I told you that we don't know certain about Newcastle until next week. Now, this game will be something to watch, but you have to give Pep the credit and say, Pep boys come out. 4 1 win. 4-1 against a very sturdy Newcastle. 4-1. Okay. Villa Everton. Villa Everton. Villa bounce back from the post out season. 3-2-0. Okay, not 2-0. 2-0. West Ham Chelsea. Chelsea win. 1-0. Chelsea win 1-0. Crystal Palace Arsenal. A one or draw. Oh, the silence is loud. Are you okay with that? Crystal Palace Arsenal, 1-1 one, one draw. 1-0 one, oh, draw, yes. 
next week when we come back and we're going through the games and it's not 1-1 and it goes Arsenal's way, I will play North London forever for you. No problem. And I will gladly sing it with you. We'll happily take it. Yeah. 100%. In breaking news, the officials for the United Wolves game were dropped for match week two because of their controversial takes. Especially that last minute penalty. Which was a penalty, by the way. So I have no words to talk about that game. So again, my United were very lucky to scrape out of that game with three points. So... And then another breaking news also, Maguire's move to West Ham has collapsed, which which is quite shocking. Which is sad for we United players. We want him out. Leave our squad. Please. Do you know what Ten Hag came out and said? He came out and said he wants Maguire to fight for his place. Honestly, every manager wonder because I feel like if Maguire goes back, I mean, I don't know, I, I cannot say prime, but... If Maguire goes back to Leicester Maguire, and the minute goes being standard in defense, ooh, ooh, that's why we signed him. That's why social signed him. But we are not seeing that, and unfortunately, that's what we need. I think his confidence is just really, really low right now. I think he just needs a confidence because you you can see a big difference when he plays for England, where he's very confident and he's with his guys, and with a manager that fully backs him. And then, when he's reunited, he's just... But we still see his mistakes for England. It's just that his mistakes don't get punished. But we see the mistakes. We... But, but in, a, in an England game, you can say he makes like two mistakes. Two mistakes, three mistakes in two games. Compared to in, in the United shirt, he makes like five mistakes in one game. Because that's what the pressure is. Mm. I mean, the World Cup, he was... He was good in World Cup, so I really, I really don't get how bad it is at United, like for him. It's just I, I do pity him as like as a human being. I pity him. I pity how he like, he's always like thinking and stuff. Like he sometimes I feel so bad for him. No, we we have to definitely take care of his mental health. But same time, don't make mistakes in my team. Thank you very much. Okay, well that's a wrap on match week two and also the recap of match week one before we head out let's just talk about the women's world cup a bit the quarterfinals done first game of the semi-final also just concluded with spain coming out victorious over sweden so to recap spain beat netherlands 2-1 in the quarterfinals Jap- sweden beat japan 2-1 also Australia and France drew. Australia coming out victorious on penalties. England then beat Colombia 2-1, setting up semi-final clash between Spain and Sweden, in which Spain came out victorious 2-1. And then tomorrow, Australia plays England. Tomorrow, when this episode drops, Australia plays England. And I'm still going to say this. Now I support England all the way. England going all the way to win it. So the lionesses, we have to always give Chloe that credit. We have to give Greenwood that credit. We have to give all of the lionesses that credit. They are bringing it back home again. It's called my home. 
is coming to boss coming home is coming home is coming to boss coming home hope you listeners out there mind my voice i know it's not probably best but yeah you, you lot have to suffer it with me that's what i go through every day oh you got jokes bro well that's pretty much what we have for you guys this week we'll see you guys next week after match week two again we really appreciate your support we love you guys we love you love you are showing to us and we hope we keep going strong every week we strive to improve and continue to grow so again thank you so much on all platforms youtube spotify apple music iHeartRadio, google podcast let's say apple music sorry apple podcast well pretty much on all that there so don't forget to like subscribe share make your friends share with their own friends make their friends share with their own friends you know how it goes the domain effect so yeah spy anything else to round it up no just keep up the sharing keep up the following we appreciate you keep up the listening as well and yeah yeah that's we'll give you the best football news from the fans perspective you know as usual as usual you know we never miss a bit while you believe you guys always giving you the best news around the football world especially in premier league so have an amazing week ahead hope again you guys if you didn't watch match week one up you had an amazing excuse go back and watch go and watch the replays and then watch match week two because i'm telling you there are some really juicy encounters there you won't want to miss it yep go back watch the highlights watch match of the day enjoy the highlights and then tune in for this week match day two yep have an amazing week guys while out Peace out.